Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today on the Real Estate Podcast. I'm Todd Sumney, the Chief Industry Officer for HomeSmart International, and I am so lucky today. I am joined by Tori Sokol, our Director of Marketing. Is that your correct that is title? It. Director that's of right. Marketing and Communications here at HomeSmart. Director of Marketing and Communications, and so that's what this podcast is all about—about about helping all of you agents be better at marketing. And have we got? an awesome podcast for you today. Yes, we do. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about two secrets of top agents, the power of multiple and the power of time blocking. What do you think about those topics there? I'm excited about them. And I actually, I want to switch things up a little bit today. Um, I would love to take the driver's seat as a host a little bit and put you more in the hot seat. You know, Todd, you're the expert. You're the one who speaks to countless agents every month every week, every single day. So you're the one who really knows what works for them. Uh, So today I would love for you to set the stage here um, and tell us a little bit more about what the goal of the podcast is gonna be and um, tell us about these two topics that we're gonna be talking about. Well, I think above all, the reason why we're doing these podcasts is we wanna help all of our agents do more transactions. We want to help them do more transactions with buyers, more transactions with sellers, grow their business. And then, so that's overall, I guess, number one. Number one is help our agents do more transactions. And number two, if we help them do more transactions, then we're going to help them earn more income and have more money to invest in marketing to grow their business. Uh, And, you know, so that's the second goal. And I think that we want to help them how to be smart. Thirdly, I think we want to help them be smart and efficient, know the things they should do, know the things that they shouldn't waste their time on, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, how to be efficient, spend their money wisely. Sometimes, you know, there's so many options out there in the industry, um, an agent can waste money in their marketing, and so we want to help them work smarter, not harder. And, you know, one of the ways that we're going to do that, I think, comes to the fourth point in my mind about what we're trying to do, and that's the sharing of best practices and secrets from other top agents and helping share the wealth of knowledge, I guess, that all of our agents have, as well as the experts in the industry. So you being an expert, Adam and the marketing team being an expert, me being, you know, knowledgeable about certain things. It's just, that's what we want to do is share those, those points of view. Perfect. So our first topic today is the power of multiple. So what, what does that mean? What is the power of multiple? So the power of multiple um, simply is marketing more than one property at a time. And how this kind of came about a little bit is that we were actually researching with all of our top listing agents. The agents who do more listings probably have more of a percentage of their business working with listing and less of a percentage with buyers. and. You know, so we actually pulled the numbers, not just to the top performing agents, but let's pull the numbers of who had the most listings in the company. And we interviewed a lot of them. And one of the things that we found when we looked at all of their marketing, because their marketing was different. Sometimes one person would be heavily focused on social media. Mm -hmm. One time somebody else is focused on, you know, sphere of influence marketing and, and, um, you know, maybe even some print marketing and some postcards and other things. And sometimes there's an agent who's doing nothing but open houses. But regardless, whatever they were doing, they were winning 
tons of listings, one listing after another after another. And, um, and so when we started to analyze what they were doing, how those listings came about, why people wanted to hire them to help them sell, um, one of the things that we noticed was, was that they always marketed multiple properties. And then I would look at other agents and they're only marketing one property, they're marketing one open house. And yet, then there's another top agent, one of the agents I use in one of the examples in some of my classes is, he's marketing 13 open houses at mm -hmm. a time on a weekend. And we began to see, okay, wait a minute, what kind of a, of a um, impression then does that give his sphere? And so, um, you know, so that's, that's really what the power of multiple is. It's marketing as many properties as you can to build up your brand perception in the marketplace to be that this is a educated, knowledgeable, experienced agent that a lot of people are hiring. Therefore, I'm safer going with the one that more people are hiring than the one that is only has one, one property. Does so, that make sense? Yeah. Um, question though, if you are an agent and say you only have one listing, how is it that you can be able to market multiple? So uh, we explored that. So um, actually, let me back up just a little bit, kind of tell how it came about. So the power of multiple, it came about kind of like just by observation first. So we observed that that's what these top agents were doing. And then we started to talk about it. We started to even teach on it. And more importantly, we did some case studies. And so one of the examples was we took, um, we took one of the agents that you know didn't really have any listings, was working maybe with a, a little bit of a mentor, somebody to help them. Maybe um, the mentor had some listings, so this agent then was sitting their open houses and helping them um, you know, sell. So the listing agent represented the seller, and this younger agent was basically like running the open houses and, and sometimes helping the buyers. And so what we did was we wanted to do a test and we wanted to confirm and see if the power of multiple worked. And so we had her um, market three properties in a weekend at once and do that for a consistent basis. So we did that over a couple weeks time period. And so instead of just marketing one open house in a weekend, she marketed one on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, but not individually. She marketed them together as a group. Um, also, when it came to open house flyers, we would put multiple properties on the open house flyers, and we had some agents start to do that. And that's when we saw the confirmation that you are, when you do that marketing, all of a sudden this, this agent in a three-week time period, four-week time period, marketing multiple, that what she happened was she ended up getting her first listing and then she ended up getting another listing and then multiple buyer transactions. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, her business took off and six and seven months later, she's doing much more business. It's a snowball effect. It's a snowball effect. And then so then we started to um, train on that with other agents around the country and the feedback I got was the same thing after a couple weeks of marketing multiple. So let me come back and answer your question real quick about what do you do if you're an agent that doesn't have a listing? And, and well, I guess I can answer it now. I guess in a way, because that agent in particular, she didn't have listings. What she was doing was she was sitting someone else's open house. So for example, that one agent I was talking about that has 13 listings, there's no way they can do 13 open houses right. at once. 
So they obviously put it out there in their office. Hey, does anyone want to sit open houses? You know, I'm representing the seller. Um, does someone want to do the open houses? So my feedback in the industry has been with the offices around HomeSmart Network is agents that have multiple listings, they're often very open to someone else sitting their open houses. Mm -hmm. So my direct answer to your question is, if you're an agent that doesn't have listings, find an agent who does have multiple listings who would let you market their open houses and even do multiple open houses from either multiple agents or do you know one on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, but market them together. Does it'll that make only, sense? Yeah, it'll only increase their you know the way they're viewed in the in the community right exactly more deals more business and and there's plenty of agents that will let you sit their open open houses for them and so i think that um you know one of the agents in one of our business builders talked about a brand new agent who did 30 open houses you know in 30 days that was their goal Mm -hmm. and you know this agent didn't have any listings so what she was doing was or he was doing at the time he was sitting other agents open houses so I think the thing to do is find someone that you work with, find someone in your office, ask another agent if they wouldn't mind if you marketed their property that they have the listing on, that you would market it out to your sphere of buyers and that you're gonna help you know, bring, bring buyers in. You're gonna do that on social media. You know, We talk about in the open house um, marketing classes, we talk about doing pre-marketing, marketing at the event and then post-marketing after the open house. And that was one of the other things that the power of multiple is so powerful in. When you're marketing open houses that, hey, these open houses are coming up and you're marketing multiple. And then after the weekend, you're marketing, hey, we had these amazing open houses. There was one, two, three, four, five. It just, it, that multiple, multiple, multiple mm-hmm. just builds a perception that, wow, this person is, is qualified they are experienced, they're knowledgeable, they're better than other people. And it's, it's kind of like when we're talking about listing presentations, sometimes we talk about agents with a 10-page presentation and agents that have a 100-page presentation, who's better? And you know who does the customer have more confidence in? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes what we've seen is the thicker presentation, like our presentation, 60 pages, you had a 30-page CMA, 10 pages of testimonials, you had a 100-page presentation. So the power of multiple that was working in winning presentations, we found that it works in all of your marketing, just marketing multiple properties. So I hate to babble, but it's kind no, of all, it's, all good. it's kind of all tied together. Yeah, right? so it's not only multiple listings, but it's also multiple messages. Yes, it is. And that's where, um, you know, I know of one of the agents that I follow a lot and I learn a lot from this agent. They, when they sell a home, they immediately put up a sold sign on the property. But that sale is really still pending. But they don't put sale pending, they put up sold in their case, that's what they like to do. And what they're doing is they're still marketing that property until it actually closes because you never know, you know, that that property may or may not, you know, fall out, you know, of escrow mm-hmm. and they, you know, but my, my point with that is, is they market immediately, they market it as a sold property, even though it might fall out you know, they're just wanting people to know, look, we've got a, you know, we put it up for sale last weekend. We got a full price offer, you know, and an accepted offer. So, you know, keep this it front and forward. Right. And so then what they're doing is they're marketing that property multiple times. So when they're doing their just solds, 
they're talking about, hey, I sold these homes in the last 30 days. So I guess the power multiple to me also extends that you don't have to just market something once. So I'm just going to use a street name. Let's say it's 7454, like Journey Lane, right? So you send out an announcement, hey, just sold. You know, this is awesome. But you might send out another mailer a week later, you know, just sold. Look at the properties we sold in the last month. And you're including Journey Lane. You're including Mohawk Lane. You're including, you know, Shea Boulevard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you use the property multiple times. And that's what top agents do. They're just wanting to get the word out there that they're the right people to help um, people sell their home. And then when they're not sold, they're marketing multiple properties and they're just putting the message out there because they're trying to drive traffic to Mm -hmm. their property. So what do you think it is about the power of multiple exactly that makes it so successful? Is it all about perception? I think it's all about perception and that's what marketing is all about. Marketing is about your brand. It's about your perception. I talk in some of the marketing classes how in three seconds you create a perception when you meet someone. I've never asked you what you thought of me the first three seconds. First you met impression. Me. Don't say it live on the, <laughs> on the radio. But, you know, when, when you meet someone and when we meet our customers, when our customers meet us, we create an immediate impression. And I think that that's why all, everything we do in marketing is so important. So we're creating that perception. So when we are marketing multiple, what's our perception versus um, one property? Mm-hmm. Multiple is better. Yeah, so busier. I think that that's, to me, that's why it all works. So, so. besides the example um, of the, the one woman that you met with who you know, started with, I think you said no listings at the time, and then it snowballed, and she, you know, within a year, became a super productive agent right. um what are generally what are the typical results that you've seen from agents who are taking advantage of the power of multiple well so far i've really been pushing this for about seven months because it was really about seven months ago i dug into that top listing research and you know working with all those agents and that was where the aha came and then we started to confirm it so i think what are the typical results the typical results are more business yeah it just happens and you see it in people's social media. So what I do a lot of times too is, you know, I'm, I'm meeting agents, I'm following them on social media and I'm learning from what they're doing and then I try to share that with everyone else in the company. And, you know, what I see is that when agents grasp a hold of this concept and then they start to market the power of multiple, um, I'll give you one more example. One of the groups that I went to see there were some agents that decided let's bond together and let's all do open houses at the same time. So instead of me doing three open houses for a weekend, you do an open house, I'll do an open house, you know, you, somebody else does an open house and we're going to market the power of multiple. So they would create social media posts on all three, you know, properties. Mm -hmm. They'd create a flyer for all three properties or in their case, it was like five properties, five different people all working together. They timed their open houses to be all on Saturday from 1 to 3, all on Friday night from 4 o'clock to 7. And so here you have five individual agents, but they were all marketing five properties. They all looked the power of multiple, and then we saw feedback I got back from them was, wow, why haven't we done this before? This worked so well, and so typical results, it's just more business, more appointments 
more prospects, more leads, your sphere grows because you get more inquiries. Mm -hmm. And then gradually you start selling more homes. Yeah, more transactions, it's more income. Right, yeah. So how should our listeners today implement the power of multiple? What What's the takeaway? What action do you want our listeners to take immediately? Well, the biggest difference, I think I did a podcast on this earlier in the year. Someone asked me one day, they were, what's the biggest difference you see between top producing agents and everyone else? And my answer, and I think I did a podcast on it, was the difference is execution. Actually not hearing something and nodding your head and saying, hmm, wow, that makes sense. That's a great idea, right? And, but then not changing a thing about their business. You have to, when you listen to a podcast like this or another podcast that gives you good insight that is rooted in effectiveness and um, truth, that it really does work, right? So you hear it, you have to change something about your business. So I guess my goal with our listeners today is, would you be willing to try changing your marketing immediately? And would you, it, would you be willing to try changing, changing that marketing for four weeks? And try to market the power of multiple. So when you're doing an open house, don't just have one property on the open house, have five properties in the area. Um, when you're doing pre-marketing to an open house, create a marketing that has five properties, five open houses, a social media ho- post, has five properties, five open houses. Put the addresses in, put the price points, put the times of the open houses, you know, just, I guess, try marketing the power of multiple. And whether you do that with a group of other agents and you share the marketing, or you go to another agent and ask them to use their, you know, can I, can I uh, sit your open houses? And then you put in the effort and do that. Um, you know, my, I guess my takeaway is just change something today put it into action and you know make it make it work you make heard it, work. it here yeah make it work work yeah. that power of multiples you got it. and and don't just try it one time you have to give it some time i mean that was the thing that about the agents that i've been following they didn't just try the power of multiple once because that doesn't work yeah. i mean it might work but that doesn't change your perception you know from marketing mm-hmm. like how often do you you know how long do you have to do something to really change a perception or you to really have a perception? to integrate it into your plan right. as an agent integrate it into your business plan your marketing plan right right make a conscious effort exactly so that's the action you got to take some action you got to do it and you got to do it for the next next couple weeks so all right so yeah, top to agent secret number one power of multiple yeah so, so wait a minute, so what do you think what do you think about the power of multiple i think it's a no-brainer I, I feel like it would be easy to, you know, maybe get a little bit down and out by maybe not having enough listings, but there are easy ways where you can harness the power of multiples. Like exactly. you said, reach out to other agents at HomeSmart or your brokerage. Right. right. Um, and you make it work for you and your business right now, and it'll kind of spiral and and just increase your business overall. So exactly, I love it. Exactly. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the second secret, something you call time blocking. So this might seem fairly obvious, but break it down for us. What is time blocking? So uh, time blocking is basically putting something on your calendar and blocking out time to get it done. 
But the reason why this has become a secret of top producing agents, again, it goes back to that concept of what's the difference between a top producer and execution, and how do they execute more? How do they get more done in the same number of hours? We all have the same number of hours every week, mm -hmm. and some of us do more with those hours than others. And even in my own life or my own business, there's times where I do more in those sets of hours than, than other times. And you learn, I think, from the times where you're not getting as much done. And then you see the other times where you're getting a whole lot done. And you're like, what's the difference? And so time blocking kind of came out of that self-reflection, but also some trainings that I was in. We do some trainings here at HomeSmart International for the executive and the leadership team and the, the um, and you know effective execution and getting things done and um, was discussed and time blocking was one of the elements and also from the minute I got here to HomeSmart many of the leaders you know on the executive team at HomeSmart they time block religiously and I learned to do that and the marketing team does that we have to do that the entire marketing team time blocks right yes. We have to do that. And so then we started to talk about it with agents. And so we, um, I give you, I, just, I want to walk you through it. We would do a, a marketing class and we would give all these ideas about here's idea number one and idea number two, and you should go do this. And here's the results that agents are getting if they do that, right? And so at the end of that marketing class, agents would have this awesome to do list. And then we would find that some agents would execute that to-do list better than others. And so we began to teach and work into our training, okay, so you have to take those items that are off of the to-do list, and then you gotta put them on your calendar. Right, yeah. right. right. I mean, so. it's so easy for things to come up, and you know, you often get pulled away from projects that you're working on or things that you need to get done for one reason or another, um, but that's why I, I agree. I use time blocking in my day-to-day right. -day life, and um, it's always good to schedule out your tasks in advance. That way, they can't fall through the cracks. Right, right. And when I was thinking about doing this as a topic in the podcast, um, I actually I had an experience that week that I was considering doing this because we put it on the we put it on the topic list, and we were going to talk about it. And I had a day where I time blocked everything because I was really under the gun to get some deadlines and meet some deadlines done. And so I had my to-do list over here to the right, and you know I had all these items that were on it, and I basically said, I wanna get these things done all in this one day. So I took them from my to-do list, and I put them on my calendar, and I time-blocked my time. And the day didn't go 100% perfect, you know, but I got the majority of it all done. And anything I didn't get done that day, I moved like to the next day. And then I got all those items done. And then there was a day where I didn't time block. And what I found was that all of a sudden my day was just as busy. I had just as many meetings, just as many appointments, just as many other things that kind of happened. But what happened was, was because my calendar wasn't blocked, all of a sudden those things crept in and even people put things on my calendar and then I had to go, you know, do something in it. And it, um, I realized that, and I remembered Ashley, you know, our, our uh, uh, president who, you know, she was talking about how, 
time blocking sometimes also just helps protect your priorities. Yes. And this was a, and I had a real life experience of I didn't protect my day and it got away from me. And so then I was like, yeah, I, we should talk about this because um, we do train it and talk about it in the marketing classes. And oftentimes the agents get busy doing transactional part of real estate. Uh, Binzers, you know, um, writing offers, they're um, researching properties so they can go show their customers, right? And they get busy doing the transactional side and they don't time block any time for marketing. And so what happens is they get really busy and then they do a bunch of transactions and then all of a sudden they close all those transactions and now they're not busy anymore. And it's because they didn't time block consistently every single day some time to do marketing on a regular basis which kept it kept the business coming in on a regular basis does that make sense yeah it's so true i feel like you you just become more productive when you can account for all of the things that you would like to get done and how much time in your day right. um, you assume it would take right. because there are all of those distractions and things that happen that's just life so right. if you can like you said protect your schedule and protect your priorities then you can get more done in your time. Exactly. Well, and it can even help you with a plan. So take um, specifically like social media marketing or public relations. You know, you want to make sure, you know, when you're working in public relations or in social media, Tori, how do you, you know, can you do that just once every six months and get Absolutely results? Absolutely not. Right. You have to be consistent. Right. It's all about building a brand. It's the same thing with being a real estate agent. You're building your brand. You're building your business. Exactly. So what what do you do with that PR? You build a PR plan. Exactly. You build a social media plan. And you basically say, we're going to do that X amount of times a week. We're going to cover these messages. But then if you don't take that plan and actually execute it, execute it then what good is the plan? So time blocking is one of the ways that, again, that's why I mentioned the marketing team here at HomeSmart. We often will take those items from a plan and put them on a, a calendar for those individuals to time block it to make sure it gets done. So in regards to our top agents who are doing this, who are time blocking in their calendars, um, what do you think is a key reason for their success in terms of time blocking is it because they have more time to focus on their marketing maybe it's a combination between that and just protecting their day-to-day -day, what they need to get done at the different properties they might be you know having open what do you think it is well i think when the volume level starts going up and when you're talking about top producers the sales volume does go up you have um you have uh you know you're doing more transactions with buyers you're doing more transactions with sellers and you know you're you're getting busy so i think you are forced to take a look at your how you know your hours in your day and how can you get more done and how can you get done the things you need to get done the second thing is i think top producing agents they've learned over time that marketing has to be a key consistent part of their business that they can't stop you can't you can't just go three months without marketing you can't go a week without marketing. You know, marketing is a constant thing. So no matter how busy you get, you always need to make sure marketing is some of what you are doing and right. that you're executing your plans. So therefore, I think they naturally have learned to time block. Mm -hmm. And often when I'm talking about this in a marketing class, those top agents will be raise their hand and they're like, yes, 
I've learned to do that. And, you know, come, come sit with me. I'll, I'm, you know, I'll teach you what I do. And a lot of them I see they time block early in the morning and they time block maybe at the end of the day, but most often it's really early in the morning because they can control that time. So what they do is they might get up earlier. They might get up at 5 a.m. And from, you know, 5.30 to 7 o'clock, they've time blocked some time for marketing even before they're getting ready, before they're doing other things. They just, is that making sense? Yeah. Because then the rest of the day hasn't really happened yet. Um, or they will time block that time to take care of their customers first and then their time block in the mid-morning to do their marketing. But they've learned that they have to time block. So the whole object is, is that literally your whole day, I was also taught this by one of our brokers up in Oregon. Um, he told me that if you look at his calendar, he has things on his calendar that you wouldn't think a normal person would put on their calendar. <laughs> And he told me, he said, a lot of agents think that your calendar is only for phone calls and appointments. Mm -hmm. And really for him, he literally has 5.15, wake up. 5.15 to 5.30, drink some coffee, talk to my wife. And it's like... It truly a, keeps him on track. It's a reoccurring on his calendar. He showed me his calendar. And it's literally like reoccurring. And then from 5.30 to 6 o'clock, workout, run, physical activity, something like that. Six o'clock to seven o'clock, you know, I'm helping the kids get around, get ready for school. And he literally time blocks his whole day up until four o'clock. And what he said was, that's because I want to be able to often stop my day at four o'clock or five o'clock. And I can't do that if I don't time block the rest of the entire day. It's a real way to take advantage of all of your time. Right, exactly. So yeah, so therefore, that's why I kind of wanted to share it with our listeners because we talk about marketing in this podcast every week we're giving them great ideas so those ideas oftentimes make it onto a to-do list but then how do they actually get executed and you know so i guess if i were to what what, what would be the action i would want them to take yes. away from today would be um, i want them to take those items off of that to-do list and get them onto their calendar and time block them and commit to doing that for a couple weeks you have to make it part of your routine make it part of your routine yeah and try it and you know even put things in there like you know if you go to church every sunday put that on your calendar every single sunday if every friday night is date night with mm -hmm. your wife put it on your calendar and protect that time and then you'll just find that after a while like it becomes part of you yeah yeah so, so there you have it. So have you had some experience with um, time blocking and not time blocking, or am I the only one? Oh, unfortunately, <laughs> I have had bad experiences not time blocking. Right. Um, but you got to learn somehow. Yeah, I mean, in marketing and public relations, you deal with tight deadlines all the time. Right. And I, I love, I really, you know, when you said protecting your priorities, that really resonated with me because... Uh, there have been times in the past where I haven't done that and you know you get pulled in a million different directions and time goes by when you're busy when you're working time has a way of just flying right past you and right. Right. Um, I have definitely learned to if I have a deadline if I have something that I really want to or need to get done you bet it's going to be time blocked in my calendar right right well and you just reminded me because I've actually seen your calendar um, 
it's time blocking or a portion of it can also be for deadlines. Yes. So for example, I know that we have a deadline coming up August 4th. Yes, right? we do. So we have it on my calendar on August 4th. I have it on August 3rd. I have it on, you know, August reminder, 1st. Right, a two reminder. Days two days left. Two days left to get, yeah, to get this submitted, right? So, um, you know, deadlines are there. I was trying to schedule um, a meeting the other day with one of the leaders here, and I looked in his calendar and he, and he had a a 15-minute thing where he said so-and-so needs a decision on such and such mm -hmm. and I was like you know that's a great way he's t he's talking to them he's reading an email and he like he knows he has to do that so he puts that on his calendar and I was like it's a good reinforcement again of why this is so good for our agents to do this because that's how that's how successful business people get more done so I love it yeah well, so. those are your two secrets of top agents, the power of multiple, the power of time blocking. So you know what to do, market multiple listings um, all at once to broaden your perception in the market and do not forget to, to time block. Exactly. Utilize that calendar, schedule out your days all right. and become more productive. So you ready to tell them about that exciting email you sent me the other day, yesterday? Oh, oh goodness, what email? The, about our feedback loop so that we can get some feedback here on the podcast. Oh my gosh, am I so, so excited for this. Yeah, so what we've done is we, when we're talking about items like this, we would love you to take this and apply it to your business and put it into action. So for example, I'm just gonna use a scenario. Let's say you're an agent in Rhode Island right now and you're saying, I'm gonna tackle that power of multiple and I'm gonna try it for the next four weeks, for the next six weeks. And what we'd like you to do is to send us an email. Yes, email therealestate at homesmart.com. Therealestate at homesmart.com. That's right. And so this is the Real Estate Podcast. So we wanna get some feedback from you. So we'd love to hear, you know, Todd, I tried that and that was the best kept secret ever. Thank you, that was awesome. Or Todd, you're full of hot air, you know, it didn't work for <laughs> no, me. No, don't send those. <laughs> But anyway, that's what we want from you. So, you know, send Tori and I and the marketing team here at HomeSmart, the rest of the team that works on the podcast. Um, send us your feedback and send us some ideas. Yeah. Of topics that you want us to cover, um, things that you would like us to talk about here on the podcast, how we can help you. If you have a great idea that you're doing that you think everyone else should, um, hear, about. should hear about, share that with us. Um, let us know if you're willing to come on the podcast as well right we'll take a guest and any day you got it exactly and so that's where these ideas you know come about so yeah well thank you all for being here with us today on the real estate podcast tori this was fun yeah i loved it but, thanks for yeah, having me no thanks for uh, doing this and uh, agents out there listeners we hope that all of you will put these uh, principles to work in your business and that you're going to use the power of multiple that you're going to start time blocking your keep time blocking if you've been doing that mm -hmm. and we just hope that you uh that you see an impact in your business and more transactions more revenue that's right and uh a better life yes so, right of course awesome well thank you all for joining us today so this is the real estate podcast i'm todd sumney and i'm tori sokol and we thank you for joining us and we hope to see you on future episodes mm -hmm.